This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. This is ESPN New York Tonight. Here's Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer. It was an interesting weekend in the world of sports. Gordon and I will talk about it in preview tomorrow as well. Next. Yes, an abbreviated edition of ESPN New York tonight. Along with Jake the Snake and Brian the Brain, we're here until midnight. So you got an hour to talk to us here on 98.7 ESPN. Hey, Gordon. Larry, how we doing? We're doing great. Gordon, I want to get right to it. I want to talk, you know, because of the Jets and Giants and how they were yesterday, you know where we're going to start, right? The Yankees? How about those Yankees, Gordon? <laughs> it was either that or the Ryder Cup, Larry. How about I mean? those Yankees? I told you, I told you sweep. Wow. I'm not, was... try- I'm not trying to break my arm, pat myself on the back. No, I should you have were... promo code Gordon. You should have. You would have made some good money. Uh, oh. And uh, what a weekend, right? What a weekend for the Yankees. What a weekend for Giancarlo Stanton. I don't, I don't think that it was possible with as much – uh, you know, road that we've been down with Giancarlo for him to finally win over Yankee fans. If he hasn't won over Yankee fans by now, uh, he was just absolutely unbelievable. The home run on Saturday was incredible. The home run on Sunday sounded like a gunshot. I mean, he was just a man among boys in that series. And uh, look, the Yankees are sitting great. Still six more games to go. And, you know, you feel like with that sweep, you're like, oh, the Yankees are home free. No, they're not. They're like up by one game over the Red Sox. The Blue Jays are coming up. I mean, a lot can – and as we've spoken about a thousand times, with the Yankees, as soon as you start to feel like, hey, you know what, this is the new reality, reality gets turned on its head. Gordon, three strikeouts in the next series, they'll be booing Stanton. Come on. Oh, they'll be Come right on. back. Well, look, I will <laughs> say know. this. I was not a fan of the move at the time. If you're not on board with him now, I mean, after all the big hits he's had this year – I mean, he had a very, very good season, and then the, the home runs that he hit there. I mean, they don't mean more in the standings, but Yankees, Red Sox, 10 days to go in the season, spoiling the Red Sox day, getting them to be swept by you, and he's the main reason why in basically all three games. Um, no, that I, 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 I'm sure that if he does strike out, that's just the way it works. But the uh, the overwhelming, I think, booze on opening day and all that type of stuff, that should be over with now. Now, I know he had a really good playoff, okay? Excellent. Is this his signature Yankee moment? Or do we have to go back to the playoffs? Uh, uh, I mean, these are, big, you, these are big games. Yeah, I mean, those are playoff games too, though. Um, I, I don't know. I think the fact that it was the three games in a row and it was the Grand Slam. I mean, that Grand Slam. Oh. I, Larry, I swear to you, I watched that 150 times. I, I bet could, you did. Oh, I saw it too. I, it went over my house. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> they were serving morning. drinks on that flight. I mean, that was – it was not just – big spot it was i mean the fact that it oh. went over the green Mon- and then it went over the whatever the DraftKings sign or whatever it was yeah. i mean that was an absolute bomb i think they only measured it in like 460 or 480 it had to have i'm sorry it had to have gone more than that um i don't know i think that um look I, these are I, I think now um the ones that you'll remember more because you didn't win in the playoffs last mm-hmm. year as great as he was in the playoffs last year. If this is going to get them into the playoffs, and you hope it does, it's not guaranteed, I think that maybe this will have more 
uh, more staying power than those ones. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But I tell you, listen, and now I'm, I got to ask because this I've been waiting to talk to you. So this is the next one. Kay mentioned it today. And when he said it, I thought of you. I will agree to with you that the contract is yeah, not the best. Okay, his contract. But with him playing in the outfield, Gordon, is it more palatable? Kay thinks it is. Because now you loosen up the DH spot. He's not just a DH. He's a guy in the outfield. And to be honest, he's played better since he's played the outfield, to be honest. He's oh hit better. He's it's, been it's great. night and day. Yeah, so no, it, he's been great. Is it a little um, better? Does it make it a little easier to swallow? I mean, it's not like you're paying all the money. No, I mean, it's not even the money per se. It's the years. The fact that okay. he's going to be under contract for as many years. And we've seen how these contracts age. This is... Right now, this is the good times, right? This mm -hmm. is the, probably the best it's going to be, and you hope it, it remains that way for a while. But, mm -hmm. you know, in, 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 in sabermetric uh, parlance, uh, he has old man skills, right? He doesn't run yeah. really well. He hits for power. Um, so, uh, to me, it doesn't really matter. If he's hitting like that, I don't care if he plays left field. He can play <laughs> catcher if he wants. Uh, and, and, look, there might be an opening there. Um, so as long as he hits like something like this and he's the Giancarlo Stanton, who's the feared guy in the middle of the order and comes through in big spots, uh, to me, it doesn't really matter where he plays. Okay. I, I was just curious. We'll get to the calls in a second. All right, Gordon, take me through the game last night. I know you were going back and forth because I mean, Aaron Rodgers was having an interesting battle last night. So I know you're, you know, you're going back and forth there, but, um, when I, seventh inning, was it? When, mm -hmm. when both teams forgot how to play baseball? It was a Eighth very inning? odd game, Seventh right? I mean, it was, it was a weird. very – and it was an odd It was an odd inning even before the drops. Um, I, I mean, it was just kind of an odd um, – LeMahieu is playing out of position. So that one, I guess, uh, even though it was in the air for such a long time, it was just a very odd inning. And it was a kind of an odd game. Yeah. Yeah. But for it to get back to um, get to get back to the um, and and, the, and then the bottom of the inning with the the strikeout on Judge that that wasn't a strikeout but really uh -huh. was a strikeout to get uh -huh. the second chance to take the lead there and then for Stanton to come up again, uh -huh. I, I know Michael said on Saturday that his home run just took all the air out of the building. I'd have to assume that by Sunday, I know his his it only added to it. It didn't put them ahead like it did the day before. Mm -hmm. But I would think after seeing hit, after seeing game one and and you get blown out and Avaldi gets just trashed, and then he comes up with just a, as epic a home run as you will ever see in in the second game of the series to have him do it to you again mm -hmm. in that spot. I have to feel like that. I mean, you just have to feel like you've been through the ringer at that spot, right? I mean, to see him hit another and another one, it wasn't as far as the first one on Saturday. But it was another bomb, and uh, I mean, <laughs> I'd have to feel like uh, the, the fans had to, and, and you just saw it on their faces while they're sitting there, just like, well, how do we, how do we pick ourselves up from this, right? Yeah, yeah, it was tough, and and yeah, it is funny though, and just like you said, you would think that would a win weekend series like that. Listen, they're in, they've got the top spot in the wild card. Now we can just get the week, take the week off, and set up the pitching rotation and everything. <laughs> You're still fighting. You are still fighting. Not not done yet. No. Uh, not done and yet. Look, crazy. This is the, uh, it has probably a couple more twists and turns in it. That's right. You just take care of your – I feel like if you take care of your, your business against the, the, the Blue Jays, that you're going to be in. You mm -hmm. know, if you can win two or three against the Blue Jays, you're going to be in. Um, 
Now, you don't want to say that too loud because the Yankees, as we pointed out, yeah. every yeah. time you start to count your chickens uh, before they hatch, you know what happens. But, um, look, great weekend. Nice to see this team put it together in three big games. And, you know, last night, you know, after the home run on Saturday, you feel so good about it, Stanton, and just all that. If you lose yesterday, yeah, you're still right. I mean, the, the, the Blue Jays are not that far behind you. The Red Sox mm-hmm. are right there with you. So um, it almost felt like it, that, I think, was the best part about the entire weekend was that they finished off the sweep. There's been so many times where the Yankees won the first two games of series, and then the third game – they just let it slip away either in a close game, in a blowout. The fact that they were able to do it again yesterday and overcome, you know, overcome the LeMahieu play, overcome the Gallo mm-hmm. play, yeah. um, and still get a win at Fenway. And, and the way the bullpen pitched, yeah. uh, that overcome was impressive Overcome the boom well. play. Overcome hmm? the boom play by, exactly. by taking Exactly, yes, yeah, right? I mean, how many, <laughs> uh, how, how many times were we yelling at the TV, you take him out after the way Holmes was dominating, but um, – they won in spite of the manager. So, and uh, I thought he had a, actually he had a good weekend. That was the one that I, you absolutely scratching your head at. Yeah. Uh, but it almost seems like you got to you got to have your guys in their lanes, right? And that was yeah. his, his lane. Apparently, was only one inning. If it were three pitches, if it were thirty pitches, he was only going to pitch that one inning, which is That's very it. very odd. It was. And I'm it sure was. it'll come back to hurt us like a similar decision later down the road. But um, it didn't hurt us this weekend. So great job by the Yankees, and hopefully they can. Yeah, now get to the job done against the Blue Jays. And that's the bottom line, right? So you move on. You got a three-game series with the Blue Jays. Like you said, two out of three, minimum. Let's go. Let's yeah. go. And look, you we know, need it. Ride the I momentum. Mean, we we need it, right? I mean, we need that juice. I was saying on Saturday, we need we need something going on here. You know, it's still another yeah. month before the Knicks actually play a game. Um, we're not getting out of the football teams right now. No. And it, it, the no. Yankee season might still be going on by the time they finally get a win because it's, it doesn't seem like that's around the corner anytime soon. So no. we need the Yankees in the playoffs, playing big game, not just the wild card game. We need a playoff series. So uh, that's you're hoping that after all the rigmarole of this season that maybe, and this was the thing I said to you last week, you know, like there's been so many times where I feel like the Yankees have gone into the playoffs had been down at this point of the season and they're riding high and they've got a hundred wins and all this type of stuff. This year, there's been so many fits and starts and ups and downs that maybe this is the year where they, where everything wasn't pretty, mm-hmm. but for whatever reason, it just kind of clicks in October. So you got to get there first. So still some work to do six games left, but uh, feeling pretty good after these last three. You have to. And Oh, by the way, I hear the Mets got eliminated this weekend. The, the, I didn't watch a, I, you could call me a fraud. You could call me whatever Larry, you want to call me. I call I you. I didn't a, watch a Met game. I have. I don't even know what they did. I heard they were awful against the Brewers and got swept, and I was not surprised. I can. Uh, you know what I would call you? I would call you a, a, an adult. I'd call you a grown up. <laughs> I don't know how anybody could watch those games, right? Like you oh. know, you're not going anywhere. It's just going to aggravate you. Why would you put yourself through that? Oh, I, I couldn't do it. And it's not like football where you only get 16, 17 games. They're so precious. No, you've had 150 of them already. You, you, you know what I mean? I've seen a lot. Right. You've and, been and Gordon, not just, this, not just this year. No, exactly. Right. <laughs> you, you, you know what? I need I'm a little good. blow before spring training. Let me take it this weekend. I'm good. Please. I'm good. The only way I may tune in is if some allegedly Syndergaard pitches or DeGrom pitches, and I'm just going to turn and look and shake my head and turn the channel again. That's probably what I'm going to do. This is our finish. 0-3. Obviously, no one's happy. Um, we just got to keep 
trusting each other, stayed each, stay with each other. I think in this, you know, starting on three is where you're going to hear a lot of noise outside. And uh, as long as we stay strong in, in the locker room, we're going to be all right. So we've got to keep trusting each other, keep trusting the system, keep trusting the coaches, and keep coming to work and try to figure it out. Saquon Barkley, after the Giants found another way to lose a close game. It's hard to stay in Damer on ESPN New York tonight. 1-800-919-3776. Gordon, real quick, give me your thoughts on that Giant game yesterday. Well, it's over. I mean, I said <laughs> it's over. I mean, that's quick. Look, I tried to I tried to be optimist after week two, the way they lost that game. 0-2 in the NFC East is not a death sentence. I don't think that even as good as the Cowboys have looked at times, I still don't believe that they're going to just run away with the division. Maybe they will. But if you can't beat the Atlanta Falcons, who were one of the five worst teams in the sport last year, have the, one of the worst defenses in the sport this year. Their offense was not all that great to begin with. They had not scored a point in the fourth quarter this year. Matt Ryan looks like he is, is pretty much toast. Matty Ice is going to be put on ice. You can't win that game at home on Eli Manning Day. Who are you beating? That's the problem. It's not the fact that they're 0-3 because they're – I mean, seriously, they're like two plays away from being 2-1. Yeah, but if you're really. not winning either of those games – You've beaten the Saints on the road. You've beaten the Cowboys on the road. You've beaten the Rams. You've beaten uh, the Chiefs, the Buccaneers. Who are you beating? And now, to me, it's over. It's now just a question of how bad is it going to get. Is it going to be five wins? Is it going to be four wins? Is it going to be six wins? It's not going to be ten wins. Let's put it that way. No, no, no. It's not going to be. And here's, the, and here's the scary thing. They're 0-3, and, and, and they've had, what, Daniel Jones has had one turnover in three weeks? Right. And the offensive line has not played all that terribly. And now the injuries are starting. Yeah. You were healthy before. Yeah. Now Blake Martinez is a huge loss. Huge loss. Huge, huge loss for them. Huge loss for them. We'll talk about the Jets in a minute. Let's take some calls. 1-800-919-3776. Buddha is in the Bronx. He leads us off on ESPN New York tonight. Hey, Buddha. Hey, what's going on, guys? Listen, I just got two quick points. One point was about the Jets press conference, and another point was about the Yankees, specifically for my man Gordon. Well, I just got to ask you all a quick question before that. Have either of you guys ever seen Hollywood Shuffle with uh, Robert Townsend? Yeah, yes. oh yeah. I haven't seen it in many, many years, but yes, I have seen it. Yes, I've seen it too. All right, remember when they had that um, little skit sneaking in the movie? It was supposed to be like Siskel and Ebert, but you know, from the hood. Uh huh. And they had the Chicago Jones. Yeah. <laughs> he jumped off the cliff with his yeah. yeah. And they were arguing over him at the end. And then Robert Townsend was talking about, you know, well, it could happen because of the levativity and the polarity. Yo, when Ball Scott was talking about the offense on this Jets fifth quarter, I mean, please, bro, stop it. The Jets' offense is not bad because they're not practicing. It's not bad because of whatever field they're on. It's bad because they don't have good players, man. Like, you just stop, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? This, 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 with this Joe Douglas protection, good God, they don't have good players. The wide receivers are not open. The quarterback has nowhere to go with the ball, and the offensive line is bad. I'm no genius, but, um, I mean, come on. Anybody can see that. You know, <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But listen, you know, Chris Roman had my brother. He made a point about um, Zach Wilson in the press conference maybe, um, I think it was a week ago or two weeks ago. And I had to sit back and I had to analyze that. And then I heard him at this press conference here this last week. And I'm not trying to get down on him. It's not his fault. Him and Robert Sala, they walked into some you-know-what. 
and, and I'm not mad at either one of them. But young brother, please be careful when you start talking about how we're not going to listen to the haters and um, you knew what to expect before you got here. Let me tell you something, man. There's a lot of Jets fans that have been fans of this team before you were suckling on your mom's extremities 20-something years ago. I mean, like, bro, slow down, talk less, you know, and observe more, and you'll do well in this town. I, I, nobody wants to hear about how, you know, the haters. What are the haters? The team's 0-3. The coaches are throwing flags. They're challenging stuff that you can't challenge. You know what I mean? This is what makes fans upset. So just absolve yourself from that and leave that to um, the people who put you in this bad spot. But Gordon, man, listen, I thought about you. You know, I, I was sitting in my I'm chuckling, man. I'm talking to my wife the other night. Let me tell you something, man. Aaron Boone loves being the author of his own chaos. I'm telling you. <laughs> you got to 11 pitches. Uh, yeah, I don't know what he's doing. 11. Yeah. Not 17, no. not 24. No. <laughs> 11. 11. Nine for strikes. <laughs> Listen, I'm thinking about you. I swear to God I was thinking about you, and I was laughing. And I love you, Gordon. I do, man, because I remember when you first came on, I was like, listen, you know, Uncle Lad's good by himself. I don't know why they bring anybody else. But you have brought something to the table, and I appreciate you. And I appreciate your sarcasm. You remind me of my man John Erskine when I was the IS-181 in Co-op City. You know, you, 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 you make me laugh, and you make me feel good. But, um, I appreciate that. Good God, man. You need good something God. after I watching mean, the Jets on Sunday. But listen, and the Yankees in the seventh inning, though. Like, I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, that was <laughs> ugly. Yeah, listen, that was ugly. Rodriguez, Rodriguez is throwing wiffle balls down the middle of the plate. <laughs> Yo, for what reason? Hey, listen, and, and, and God bless Stan. You talk about Stan and, and the fans shouldn't be mad at him anymore. I was one of those fans that I was, I was not pleased with him. I even last year in the postseason, I felt like the homers they hit, a lot of them, they were at times where they weren't game-changing. But let me tell you something. Right now, Mr. John Carlos Stanton, John Carlos, excuse me, Mr. Stanton, I appreciate you. I love you. And as a Yankees fan, let me tell you something. You like that fried whiting with that grits and gravy on that Sunday morning. It's all good, baby. Wow. You ain't got to do nothing else for me at this point. You ain't, you've done him and Judge, both of them, over 30 homers, 90-something RBIs. I don't care what generation you're playing in. I got to appreciate that. I got to respect that. And you know what? We got a chance now. I didn't think we did. I kind of gave up. But we got a chance now. You and, got a um, New York City New York City needs it so bad. Oh, yes, we do. Thanks for the phone call, my friend. It's funny funny that uh, Buddha was saying he was thinking about me. I I actually thought about him because I'm watching the Jet game yesterday. Start of the second half. They're 46 seconds into the second half, Larry, and they need Mm -hmm. to take a timeout. Mm -hmm. This after, I think it was a false start. Mm -hmm. And then shortly after that, one of their players gets called for taunting. (laughs) They're down 17-0. They haven't come remotely close. I'm thinking to myself, what could you possibly be taunting? Like what? Why are you talking about anything at that point? Really? Just you know, g- keep your head about shut you. Up. No, shut shut up. up and play, right? <laughs> oh my goodness! You got nothing to say. 
Gordon, you know, the, the there was we've been talking about the Jets and the defense had been playing well, and that was really the surprise. And Gordon, yesterday, even they took a step back. Oh, I mean, and, had, I mean, they had, and to. they had to because yeah. they're on the field so much. Oh my God, Gordon, they're always on the field. This offense is just, and, and you know, I know working with Greg Buttle when I used to fill in for Don doing the the Jets uh, pre halftime and post on Sundays, and you know, Buzz, like, play calling is overrated and blah blah blah. It, and he's right. In a lot of cases, it is. But Gordon, it seems like they're doing the same thing. They've gone backwards. This offense has gotten worse Think than it was that, in the second half of game one. It's gotten I, I, worse. It's gotten worse from when they got rid of – I mean, when they had Gase last year, it's worse than that. It's wor- They're scoring fewer points. Like, I looked at all the teams that are 0-3, the five 0-3 teams. Each of them, the Lions have scored 67 points. The Jets mm-hmm. have scored 20. I know. And even Maybe. if they, you know, oh, well, they got shut out yesterday. Okay, well, before that, they were averaging 10. They haven't scored in what? Eight quarters? Nine They haven't quarters? had a lead. I know. They haven't had a I lead know. in any game. They might be, at least at this point, let's hope it changes. I know it's a rookie quarterback. I know it's a rookie coach. They have been horrific. They, they are, the Giants are closer to the Chiefs at this point, I think, yes. than the Jets are closer to the Giants. Absolutely. If you if the Giants and Jets played five times, I think the Giants will win all five times. I agree, I agree because they can't score. Oh my and, god! And they can't even give you su- successive plays no. where they are moving the ball down the field where you look at the drive. Nope, they can't do it. And I mean, Gordon, can you roll them out? I mean, there's just there's just things that you've seen just from watching football. I'm not trying to say I'm any kind of football genius like Mike Lafleur. Okay, he knows more football than I do, Gordon. I yield. I concede. But going just from watching football, can you roll him out a little bit so he's not in the pocket all the time? Can, is it, Because the, the offensive line can't hold him, clearly. Can you roll him out? Is there something else you can do? And It's got to be something else. The, I mean, you think about it. They, they drafted 10 new players. They spent a hundred and something million dollars on free agents, most of them on the offensive side of the ball, at least the big, you know, big ones on the offensive side of the ball. And what is the one thing that everybody can always say after they get a team gets rid of Adam Gase? Well, they're going to have a little bit of a bounce, right? After, after Mm -hmm. letting him go, these guys are going to play better. This guy's going to play better. I, I, it's, it's almost impossible to believe, but the jets have actually offensively gotten worse. And I'm going to go ahead and say it, Gordon. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Denzel Mims cannot be that bad that he can't get on the field for this team. If he has no arms, that's the only explanation he could have at this point. I mean, I don't care if he's just running straight down the side. Give me something. Give me something to watch. I don't know how Jet fans put themselves through it. Watching that game, my wife, we were about to have dinner. My wife says to me, it was like third quarter, maybe a couple minutes left. And she's like, do you have to see this? I said, no, I think I've seen enough. Like, why would you need to see any more? No. Like, I know the details at this point. And, and it was clear they could have played a month of Sundays yesterday and they weren't scoring. No. Mm-mm. Nope. They had no answer for, for Denver's defense. None. 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 It's frustrating. You know, uh, you know, I just say lack of execution. You know, once again, I just say, you know, we're all learning. Um, you know, we're trying to get better every single week. Um, 
you know, maybe hard for people to see that, but we're learning a lot in those games and um, people are going to hate and it is what it is, but we're just, we got to keep that confidence, uh, get in there Monday and, and just be hungry to keep, keep trying to get that win. Zach Wilson on the offense, which has been offensive. Hardy Steen Damon till the top of the hour here on 98.7 ESPN. And Gordon, listen, I, I feel bad for him because yeah, he's in a brutal spot. You know, he's in a tough spot here and, and he's, and then one of the offensive linemen, I forgot who this comes out and says he's holding the ball too long. Greg Van Block Roten came out. And, and Van Roten has been awful. He's been brutal for Terrible. two years, not just this year. No. No, block, move, move your, block your guy. Then yeah. he won't have to hold on to the ball so long. It, it, <laughs> it's, it's makes you want, I mean, it makes you wonder what's going on in there. Because it's almost impossible to – I mean, we're all looking to judge the quarterback and, and not even judge like, like you know, taking points here. and point. Just kind of get a feel for how he yeah. plays. Mm-hmm. You really haven't even been able to get a sense for how no. he plays in these games because they've been so uncompetitive. The offensive line has been so bad. And all these receivers – maybe it'll be different when Crowder comes back. They'll have somebody with a – I mean, Corey Davis, boy, oh, boy, you're starting to find out why uh, the, the Titans weren't uh, mm-hmm. so sad to see him go and not pick up the 50-year option. Mm-hmm. No, so the there's Joe no Douglas question about it. Prize no. there. Yeah, you know what? Joe, Joe, Joe Douglas is struggling right now, Gordon. He is. How he can't. He is. And, and, you know, everybody will say, well, you know, you have to keep in mind he, he came in after that one draft. Well, he's now had two drafts. Mm-hmm. The first draft, it looks like there's not really anything outside of maybe Becton, who's been hurt, I think, four times in two years now. Mm-hmm. He's been hurt a bunch of times in two years, right? And yep. he wasn't even having a good camp this year. Nope. And then this year, I mean, like, that's, it's not normal to be this bad for this long and, and, and be trying to do well. Like, it's one thing if you're, like, tanking and you're like, you know, we really, like the Browns did, like the Dolphins it looked like we're doing for a little while. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This to not be able to get up to even like a respectable level of bad, it's kind of I, I don't know what to say. It's hard to believe. It is. It is. You just hope that they can find some way to turn things around. Because here's the problem: you're wasting a year. Oh, see, that's the thing. This is the you want your quarterback to be bad this year. Okay, get it out of him. But eventually, you want to see some improvement. And at this rate. The way they're playing, you're not going to see any improvement, which means you've wasted a year. And now, so what are we going to do? You're going to go into next year? And then you're going to be in the situation where, guess what? Okay, so now he gets a little better next year. Gordon, before you know it, he's been here three years, and you're looking at that fourth year, and you're looking looking at uh, Darnold 3.0. You want to get through this year, and you I think everybody is willing to live through the bumps. You didn't think the bumps were going to be the only thing you'd be living through, though, right? Yeah, you figured, exactly. all right, we'll see some things in, in, in flashes. It's not going to be consistent. It might not be week in and week out. But you'll see little flashes here and there of, okay, this is good, this is good. Those flashes have been very, very few and far between. And yesterday, oh, my God. That there was, were no flashes. No, and this is no. after and, – no. and this is uh, – keep in mind – that might have been their worst performance the week before the quarterback threw four interceptions. Yeah. But this was the worst team performance. Oh, my God. The team was terrible. This was the worst team performance. I mean, have, could a team ever have an easier three games to open the year than the Broncos, Giants, Jaguars, and Jets? <laughs> I know. Oh my God. <laughs> so the schedule maker likes them. Oh, they love Denver, boy. Wow. <laughs> Back to the phone. Charlie's in Elmhurst. Hey, Charlie, you're next on 98.7. 
Hey, Larry and Gordon. Hey, how's it going? Good, Charlie. What's going on? So, I mean, Larry, come on. I mean, I mean, I haven't talked about the Giants, but I mean, you know, I've been, I mean, like saying that for like the past couple of years. You know, I mean, fraud judge. I mean, I mean, GM. Forget it. Forget it. But the, the I mean, guys, guys. The, the Yankees season, this is the final weekend of the Yankees season, on the week of the Yankees season. And the, the local football is basically over before you head October. I mean, that's sad as it gets. And yeah. But anyway, in terms of that, but that was a nice weekend, of course, with the Yankees finally. I mean, talk about the Yankees season. This team has been, like, all over the place. You cannot assume anything from this team. It's like uh, you have to, like, go day by day with this team because, uh, you never know with this thing. You never know. And but certainly this weekend was a just gigantic, massive weekend. So satisfying uh, in terms of like putting himself in like this situation, hate the Toronto. And this season, Yankee offense, if you'd average it like, you know, a lot of underperformance, performing players like LeMayhew, uh, Trash Bump Boyd, Torres, Shella, on and on and on. But there's only two guys has formed. And these two guys been uh except for once one of them once then on IL they came back. Then one was like a virus protocol. Those two are Aaron Judge and Giancarlo Stanton. And I mean Aaron Judge, uh we know I mean coming into this area. As long as he's on the field, we know he produced. As a gold global caliber white fielder on Saturday neither some of the, the, the like I mean, taking a home run away, or how about the laundry taking away? I'll take that robbery on Martinez. Then Giancarlo Stin, I think. A lot of Yankee fans are really like, I mean, I'm, I'm like, I'm killing Giancarlo Stin. I mean, kill, kill, kill this guy um, on the season, but I'm done. It. I'm done. I'm happy to hear that, Charlie. Thanks uh, for the phone call. I'm happy. Because, and he, deserve, he deserves a break. Because, here's the thing. If he's not producing, Gordon, I get it. I get it, and and we can Everybody debate whether booing right. is the best yeah. way to you know to help him or whatever. We, we can right. debate that another time. But he's producing, so can he get some? Is he able to get a little credit? That's all I'm wondering, Gord. Can he get a little break if, well, if he if he strikes out with 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 a runner on somewhere down the line? Can you can you just say, well, you know what? That's baseball, Susan. <laughs> well, look, I mean, it, it, anybody who does not perform in the given moment, right, like a big playoff game or a big game here, the the last six that they have, I, I think that they'll – if they if they don't perform, they're going to get booed, right? I mean, by the Yankee crowd or whatnot in that moment. Uh, it's it's more the, the ridiculous boos. You know, the start of a game and he's getting booed. <laughs> Opening day. He's getting booed. I think that that has to be. I mean, that's so stupid. Anyway, you're booing mm-hmm. your you're, you're booing yourself at that point. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're booing a guy who's on your team representing you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm sure that if he does strike out with the bases loaded in a playoff game or against the Blue Jays, well, uh, I think that um, you know he, he'll the, the calls will still pop up and and everybody will be angry again. I think you should keep playing him in the field, Gordon. He's so I, much better player in the field. Yeah, all I around. You, I, I think you have. Well, you know, the only problem is, is then what do you do with with Gallo, right? Like, is or maybe you put once in a while you can put Judge in center field every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're going to put Judge in right and and Stanton's going to play left, well, does Gallo DH? Then that means you don't have Voight in the lineup. So 
Look, there's a little bit of juggling there, but you're right. I mean, since he's played the outfield, he has been a different – I mean, we were talking about it before. They were ramping him up and all this stuff, mm-hmm, and, and mm-hmm. at that point, his numbers were not great. His no. numbers were just kind of mediocre and, and bad for a player like Giancarlo Stanton, but he has – He's a second-half guy. He's, a, he's an August. I mean, in his career, his August numbers are always his best numbers. And September, is he's done fantastic. So good stuff for him. got to keep it going, baby. Don't stop That's now. It. That's right. You know what? Uh, did Luke Voigt, did he make it to Boston this weekend? Yeah, it looks like um, Luke's, uh, I mean, he can't feel the position at first base. No. Nope. So that, that removes him as a possibility there. Um, you know, you do have still the DH, but between the three outfielders for two spots and now that Gardner's playing well and doing mm-hmm. things and having an impact on games, yeah. you want to have his bat in the lineup because he does give you a little bit of a different component and he's probably your best center fielder. So, um, it's it just, uh, you don't have enough, you don't have enough spots and it's a shame because I think Boyd, when he was getting regular at bats at last check, he mm-hmm. was starting to perform like you expect them to. Um, but um, I just don't think that it's going to – look, the beauty of the playoffs, if they make it there or, or these final six games, it just takes one swing and you can impact the game. So he's got he's to stay ready. But he is not, he's not exactly thrived in the, the pinch-hitting role. No, he hasn't. And you, you wonder, you know, will they go to him in this series? You know, because Boone is just – you know, you just can't, you can't figure out Boone. And I don't know what the sabermetrics say against, uh, you know, Toronto. You know, and and so here's the thing, and then we we got to go to break because Brian's about to take off like a jet. Um, if because Max is on the mound tomorrow, do you tempt voided first base? I mean, his last performance there was just so bad. I I don't know how you tempt fate again. Okay. I mean, if you want to put him in as the DH, right? Maybe give mm-hmm. you know I, I'm not giving Stanton a day off, but maybe give a Gallo a day off. <laughs> mm-hmm. I can understand that. Mm-hmm. All right. Interesting. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, listen, we've obviously, um, you know, dealt with a lot all year. I know I know every team has, not just us. But, um, you know, it seems like one thing after another ever, ever since the season started and even some injuries that popped up in spring training. So, um, you know, I feel like we've just battled all year and there's been times when we obviously haven't played good baseball, but recently we've been playing much better. And obviously this is the time of the season when, when that's the most important. So um, just just happy with the way this weekend went. And um, we've got a much needed off day tomorrow and um, looking forward to, to finishing this week out on a, on a strong note. Brett Gardner says, Gordon, this what the Yankees have gone through this year is giving them a little mental toughness. Well, let's hope so. Uh, whatever it takes, right? Like, yeah. uh, if that if that's what comes out of this, like the fact that they've had so many ups and downs, that somehow there's going to be a payoff at the end as a result. Well, then by all means, all the suffering was worth it. All the bad losses, all the blown saves, all the bad ninth innings. I think we'll all sign for that if it does lead to something here down the stretch. Absolutely. Back to the phones. Ryan's in Long Island. Hey, Ryan, you're next on ninety-eight-seven. Hey guys, how you doing? Good, hey, Ryan. Ryan. What's up? Uh, I just want to say uh, that's a real shame uh, with Luke Voigt and how he's rarely been getting any at-bats, whether it's being in the starting lineup or even pinch hitting. You know, uh, I find it crazy how confident Aaron Boone was a couple weeks ago around the trade deadline saying Boone would still be a factor in helping the team and everything. Uh, I just I just feel like he just gets the bat into the stick sometimes. I remember a couple years ago, 
he was benched uh, during the playoffs, wasn't even on the playoff roster. Um, I don't know. I find it crazy. He was hot a couple weeks ago, and then all of a sudden now he's not seen the fields much at all. What do you guys think? Well, Ryan, his problem is, and thanks for the phone call, if he could just do an adequate job at first base, he'd be playing. Just adequate. And the problem is, is they have the other person they're comparing him to is really good at yeah. first base. Uh, so if, 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 if Rizzo were just kind of like mediocre at first base, you'd be like, but, you know, the fact that it's the lefty-righty thing, the fact mm-hmm. that Rizzo's defense is so much better, and the fact that Voight was hurt as much as he was. Now, look, he came back. He did have a very good stretch there for a while, but then they played some National League teams, didn't have the DH, so he kind of fell out again, and, and it's kind of tough to, to make the argument to be started. Now, I would like to see him be the DH on a regular basis, but mm-hmm. it doesn't seem like that's going to happen either. No, it doesn't. Omar is in Brooklyn. He Omar? joins us next on 98.7. Hey, Omar. Now you know Hello. next season is right around the corner. <laughs> hey, long time no talk. Hello? Yeah, go ahead, yes. Omar. Gordon Lima and Larry. Omar you know, had. as the Knicks are about to begin their preseason, right? Yeah. Uh, I will tell you the real New York team, it is time that I'm going to have a great basketball season with both the New York teams, Brooklyn Nets and New York Knicks, and the Buffalo Bills is going to have a good season. You know, but the first, let me tell you, I'm telling you in advance, one month in advance, I don't want to see the opening game against Boston Celtics, whatever it matters, there is no way I'm putting a hard feeling. Now you have gone to the playoffs and yet there is expectation. Like Buffalo Bills has expectation and the first week they drained and they lay an ice. I don't want one month in advance, I am telling you, against Boston Celtics. I don't want to lay an ice. I don't accept loss against Boston Celtics in the beginning because you have something you have built up and the first game at home you are supposed to win. I am so messed up. Even they are 2-1. and one. I still worry. I am still thinking about how they lose that game to Pittsburgh Steelers. So I don't want to get that feeling. You, I, They have built it up in two weeks. But my problem is with the New York State, I have expectations this year. And I am telling you right now, one month in advance, pre-season, regular season, get gear up. I don't want to lose that first game. All right, Omar. So, is it, so first game of the season, first game of the season is must win. Must win game against the Celtics opening night? They should not lay an egg for New York But is it a must win game? Keep on running, New York But is it a must win game? Is that a must win game? Home opener, season opener against the Celtics, is that a, is that a must win game? Hello? No, oh, he's gone. Omar? He's wow. gone. Oh, the See, it's I been so long since you. he's called, he's forgotten how the phone works. It took him a little while to get going, then he starts yeah. Yeah, ranting and raving. He, yeah. he, went, he started talking about the Knicks, then he shifted into the Bills and then back to the Knicks. Yeah. He forgot it was a conversation, too. Yeah, well, he, he, <laughs> that, that, I don't even think he knew that at the beginning. He was not, that was not what he came for, Larry. Yeah, but, well, but I guess so as long as they, they can lose the second one, Gordon, but not right. the first. 
But the funny thing is he's making the point about the Bills losing the first game to the Steelers. I don't know. I think it looks like the Bills might have turned things around here. They, they spanked the Dolphins 35 nothing a week ago, mm-hmm. and then they went out and just hammered the, uh, the, the Washington football team on Sunday. So yeah. that one loss, which was surprising at the time and maybe even more mm-hmm. so since then, it doesn't really seem like it's held back. The, the Bills have not been eliminated because of that loss. No. If anything, it's, like you say, it's fired them up. Like, we yeah. lost to Pittsburgh? Right. <laughs> Boy, I'll tell you, Big Ben looks like he is uh, done. It's, it's time for a new. Uh, it's 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 time for some new machinery inside yeah. Big Ben because he's he done. does not look good. He's done. It's over. It's over. Richardson, Manhattan. He's next on ninety-eight-seven. Hey, Richard. Hey, Larry Gordon. Jim Carlos Stanton is uh, Julius Randle reincarnated. Really, right? Wouldn't you yeah, say? It's, it's not a bad. It's not a bad comparison. Yeah. No, no. Yeah, Jets, look, well. Jets look. Jets look like. Jets look like an expansion team. Nobody said that, but they look like an expansion team. Oh, absolutely, Richard. Oh, it's just like an unwatchable. You know, you're right about Holmes. I was going to say the same thing. 11 pitches, one, two, three, three strikeouts in a row. How do you not let him ride on the next inning? How? I don't understand it. I'll never understand it. And you know what? I'll tell you what. I wouldn't have taken out Severino. I thought he was pitching great. Now, he had 34 pitches in two innings, which isn't that bad. He could have went that ninth inning. I would have left him in. He looked that confident. You the know? only thing there, Richard, is he is still coming yeah. off an injury, so maybe they want yeah. to handle him with kid gloves. But the Holmes things yeah. make no sense, especially because nah. you have off today. <laughs> you know, off. Three new quarterbacks, three new teams. Bridgewater on Denver, Stafford on the Rams, and Donald on Carolina. Collectively, you know what those three guys are? Eight and one, right? No, nine and zero. Oh. Who's lost? Rams three and zero. Oh, oh yeah, they are three and zero. Oh. You're yeah. right. Nine and zero. Oh, three new quarterbacks. Three. Yeah. <laughs> Why With can't talent. that happen to the Jets and Giants? Because <laughs> the two the... of them were former Jets. Yeah. Imagine that. Was there and you know who won the game, fellas? You know who won the Yankee game Saturday night? And I was screaming at my television. They're swinging at bad pitches. Oh, for the life of me, I'll never understand. First and second, no out. Torres is up. Why don't you try one? One strike. What is it going to kill? They were in such a rush to let him swing into a double play. Why can't you try one bunt attempt? They'll tell me they can't bunt. They didn't bunt. They can't bunt. So they got to rush and let him hit into a double play. Makes no sense. But the guy who won that game that night was Gardner. The Yankees were swinging and missing at pitches on the ground. And then Gardner came up, and I knew he would take pitches. He took four pitches in a row, made the guy throw two strikes before he, before he swung, fouled off a couple, then worked out a walk, stole second, and you guys know the rest. Gardner won that game Saturday night. The old- well, I, I hear you, Richard. Thanks for the phone call. And you know, I, I understand what you're saying because he was able to extend the at-bat, but Stanton won the game. For that, and Alex Cora might have lost the game as well. Yes, both nights. <laughs> yeah, it's not a great weekend for him. Could you imagine Both if that nights. was Boone? Oh, for, oh you'd be killing The Jets him. could have lost 500 to nothing. We would have been taking calls until 3 in the morning. That's right. That's right. Well, speaking of having to get up early, Gordon, I'll let you go because you've got, early, you've got yes. an early slot tomorrow morning. So we'll listen to you with uh, KJM, and we'll see you tomorrow night following Portland. Sounds good, Larry. All right, that wraps up this abbreviated edition of ESPN New York Tonight. Jake the Snake, Brian the Brain, thank you very much. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN.